T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're going to actually open up this can of worms. Dustin... You uh, yeah. you had the pleasure of going to a concert last yeah. night. First, how was the show? Oh, it was a great show. We saw the White Buffalo at uh, the Grog Shop, which is a really cool venue. Never been. It's an old old venue. It's been around for a long time. And uh, it's a good venue. Spano, you've been there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You've been there before? Times. Oh yeah. I feel like Spano, Spano you're probably pretty well versed yeah. in like most like of the, been there like a the dozen places. I've seen some concert. weird shows at that place. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's a good time every I time think, I go. I didn't think you were gonna say shows. Shows are weird. <laughs> uh, well, that too. <laughs> um, yeah. But it sounds like the post-game festivities so it, were. So, so funny. I was uh, drinking a lot of Pepsis last night. Yeah. And, of uh, you know, having a good time. And, man, it was like 11 o'clock, 1045, something like that. And my friends, we were, again, we were not driving. We had a, a driver. And we're like, man, we need some Taco Bell. Oh, Taco I mean, Bell after anything oh, is yeah, like. Before a, you get to that, how, how about that bar? How about oh, that long fantastic. bar? It's awesome. No, the yeah, spot's amazing. Yeah, I love it. Spot. I'll go back again. Um, so it's kind of funny because actually, my my uh, a buddy of mine, Chad, was there. I didn't I didn't even see him. He saw me. He texted me later, and then I guess some other people on Twitter saw me too, and they didn't say anything to me, but they heard me talking about Taco Bell. And so I got <laughs> I I, so I got confirm it. Then. No, so I got a tweet this morning. Someone. From the concert was like, hey, how was the Taco Bell last night? What did you end up getting? Because apparently I was being loud about it and very hungry. So I ordered Uber, so. I ordered Uber Eats last night on the drive home. So the food was basically, I, I timed it up perfectly, right? So I knew we were going to arrive home. The food would be waiting for us when we got home. And I ordered everything. One of everything off the menu. Pretty much. I've, I've so, always how much wanted was that to. Bill? Okay, so that's, we're going to get to that. Okay. So. <laughs> This morning, I get an email with my receipt, or maybe it was last night. I don't know. I saw it this morning. And it was for $124. Come on. At Taco Bell. What did you, did you eat it all? No. You said it was what, like five people? Five of you? There was five five of us coming back to my house afterwards. And I got $124. Well, that includes tip, too. But, uh, yeah. So, basically, 100 bucks. Tip at Taco Bell? No, it's Uber Eats. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. I've always drop it right at your door. I've always wanted to be hot and ready. That that's a different that's a different uh, another food one company. of my favorite companies. <laughs> I've always wanted to be the guy who could just like pick up the tab on something like that. Like Taco Bell is kind of a lesser example because it's Taco Bell. I get it, but like at the bar, just like hey, round on me, round and on me. not even have to worry about what the tab is. But yeah. congratulations on all your success, Dustin. That you were yeah, able thanks. to just pick up the hundred twenty four dollar yeah. tab. Of Taco Bell. That's impressive. No, th- What's the most you've ever spent at Taco Bell? That's the question. What is the most you've ever spent at Taco Bell? 
Because uh, before this, I've I've spent you know forty bucks, like on yourself or like for a group of people. So again, I I had the order. That's I, different. I do remember yeah, that, that is different. very different. I do remember this last <laughs> night. I had like ordered almost one of everything. Yeah, and then I'm like, did I get enough? So then I go back in, and they, and they got like this bundle, right? It was like thirty seven dollars for like I don't know, like twelve tacos and some other BS. I don't know. I don't even know. But we arrive home, and there's like these two huge bags waiting out front. <laughs> and it was still warm. Like it, it was nice. I was pretty impressed. But no, I got like probably fifty items. <laughs> Way too much. Mm. But like when you do, when you've been having some Pepsi's. Yeah. And it's late at night, you're like, I kind of want to try it. Well, I was going to say, that's why this is a great question. Because everybody, and I mean everybody, can relate to some sort of late night Taco Bell run. It is yeah. almost like oh, a God. rite of passage. Like if, you're in, if you go to college, at some point you will or have gone on a late night Taco Bell run. It's, college. Just, it's inevitable. College. I mean, I'm 40 years old. I'm 39. All the time. <laughs> that, fair. I went I, last week. I'm a man. <laughs> 40. I'm 40. I'm 40. <laughs> Yeah, college or not, it's it's a it's a staple of life that you at some point do a late night Taco Bell. I remember, dude, I remember going to Taco Bell like in high school with like my buddies. We were like playing hoops, and we'd like go after practice or something, and we'd we'd go and sit inside, and they had like forty nine cent tacos. Do you remember that the forty nine cent tacos yeah. back oh, in yeah. the day, glory days? Yeah. You, you remember, know what? Like back in the day, they also had the, like twelve pack. Um, like cartons of, of tacos. I, I used to get the fifteen pack. They had a fifteen pack. Yeah, it was a fifteen pack for like nine ninety nine. I remember. Yeah, it was like ten bucks, yeah. maybe less than that. Yeah, I think. I maybe. don't know. The Crunchwrap Supreme the has stood the test of time. I, I would I would show up with a party awesome. to a party with like yeah. the fifteen pack. That's all you need. No, no one would even You're care that the beer was there. You're yeah, like, okay, was just start crushing. Here we go. Tacos. All soft tacos. Let's go. And shout out to the driver last night because he he threw in like a hundred packs of sauce, all the sauces, because that's crucial. Because a lot of times they forget that. He did not. What is the most you've spent on uh, a Taco and, Bell run yeah, ever? Any fast food. Whether frankly. it, whether yeah. I, I, I think Spano though does want some clarification on whether it's not like just on yourself or with like a group of people. Well, I, I think the most I've ever spent Taco Bell myself was like thirty-five bucks. Yeah, I would say about yeah twenty-five to thirty bucks. Because that's, here's that's what I get right. every time: you got to get a quesadilla. I get a chicken quesadilla every time, and then I make sure I get some sort of a burrito. I get a crunch wraps, not a crunch wrap supreme. What's the, uh, the, the cheesy gordita crunch? Yeah, oh, yeah. cheesy gordita oh, yeah. crunch, yes. With the, yes. the Baja sauce. Oh, yeah. And you get a Baja Mountain Dew, you got to get that, right? Yeah. You're an eh? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm an eh with the Baja. Oh, if, that's if, the if best. Some, the Baja Mountain Dew's that gonna stuff go is to. the best. If someone plopped in front of me, I'm going to drink it. But, you know, I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm, I'm, I, like, I like Pepsi or Coke. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cola guy. Always get chips and, chips and uh, uh, cheese. Always. Every time. That's easy. I remember when the chips and cheese were like 59 cents. They're like two bucks now. Actually, I, I usually go for the uh, Nacho Bell Grande. Dude, I'll do the Nacho Bell Grande, yeah. but I get a little nuts and yeah. substitute steak for the beef. Ooh. Mm. Oh, good call. Yeah, solid call. What's the thing that was very popular that I think they got rid of? Well, they've just brought the pizza. Well, the, the Mexican pizza's back. Yeah. Oh, the pizza. Yeah, they it, just was a, it was that. a bunch of uh, horse bleep because they got rid of it because the, they said the, they weren't making <laughs> enough money because of the container they actually put it in. Like, we'll just put it in a... Different container, but right? Something different. Like no, no one's <laughs> mad about what you're putting it in. No, yeah. no one cares. It's, it's Taco Bell. You, know, you understand what you're putting in your body anyway. Like, no. nobody cares about what to. You can literally it roll in. it up and throw it in a bag. I don't care. I'm gonna eat it. It's just the same. <laughs> Let's open up Twitter reactions. Brought to you by Shivan Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Uh, Robert, big friend of the show, always listens, always chimes in. Uh, he says it was called a grande meal. 
that they used to sell. A combination of 12 tacos between hard and soft. And I remember when they used to be 79 cents. So, I remember 49 cent tacos. Yeah, I do too. 100%. Yep. Crunchy tacos. There's, by the way, nothing better than going eating in a Taco Bell. Because if you're going to get a crunchy taco. Everything's fresh then. You got to eat it right yeah. away. The yep. crunchy taco, after 10 minutes, a little too soggy for me. Uh, usually when I go through the drive-thru, I'll get the cheesy gordita crunch. Eat it right away. I'm eating it as I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I have no shame. I was just reminded, uh, this came to me, that the Taco Bell in my hometown in uh, in a north of just north of Rochester, New York, the one that we used to go to like on any late night trips, I'm pretty sure it, it actually it might still be open, but I know that there were several times where they got busted for some nefarious behavior. Let's just say like when you What's there was, nefarious behavior? There was a certain order that if you ordered something very specific, they knew that you wanted more than just a crunch wrap so, supreme. So, so you're getting like uh, a crunch wrap su- supreme and an eight ball? <laughs> Something like that. Something like that, Something yeah. Something like that, okay. Something like that. All right. How much does that cost? <laughs> I, I never More than dab- $124. I can't say I ever dabbled, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a story that made the rounds among our us high school students. bucks, so, I'm sure it is. There you go. 216-578-2092. If at any point you want to chime in with the most you've spent on Taco Bell in, uh, in one night. Uh, I, was, I wanted to get to this real quick, Dustin, because I, I know this was something that popped up. Um, John Skipper, a former ESPN CEO, executive. Yeah. He was on the Dan Lebitard show. He always does like a weekly podcast with David Sampson. And he was talking about at some point, he continues to bring this up every single year, that at some point the NFL is going to make the Super Bowl a pay-per-view event. And I know we have this, I feel like this is just like a conversation this time of year, every single year pops up. We talk about it. We exhaust it. And then we move on until post-Super Bowl again the, the following year. But the thing that's interesting with this, and I actually, Albert Breer, I know obviously you, you were out yesterday, but when he was on with Nick yesterday, he was talking a little bit about how at some point the NFL reaches a capacity with its growth. Like there's not a lot of more growth they can do in terms of the audience, and the people that truly want to tune in and consume football, but that their new thing is expansion. And like, how can they now get themselves on more TVs and more views everywhere else around the world. And that's why you get the games in, in Europe and London and, uh, you know, New Mexico City, whatever. Um, I ha- Because of that point from Breer, I find it hard to believe that the NFL would just alienate a group of fans that literally probably just pops in for that event every single year. Like, we know the Super Bowl is a spectacle. People have parties around it. People get together with their friends around it. And there are certainly people at these parties who they don't watch football all year, and then that's the event that they tune in for. Right. So I just have a hard time believing that. It, I, I understand the logic behind it. Anything that the NFL can make money off of, they're generally going to try to do it. But how do you, if you're trying to be universally loved and appreciated and f- tap into as much as you can, I feel like it would be the wrong step so, for them. A step like backwards. So, like, $113 million tuned into the Super Bowl. And that's a big number, right? Yeah. How many would tune in if it was pay per view? Obviously, the like people like you and me. Like, would it be sixty million? Mm. Would it be fifty million? Would it be a hundred million? I gotta think you'd still get like a good amount, like maybe upwards of a hundred million. I, I don't know. I mean, I I think that most people would. If you're, and again, most people are having a party. Yeah. 
And by the way, it always, always uh, fascinates me how they come up with the ratings for the Super Bowl because most people are like, you have 20 people watching one television. So how do you know? How, like <laughs> That's fair. Well, don't you think parties will become even bigger then? I mean, I feel oh, yeah, like for sure, because people are like, I'm not going to pay that. We'll just get a group of people together and we'll all pay it and put into it. And then we'll all watch together. Yeah. I mean, if you charged a hundred bucks for the Super Bowl and you got 20 people, easy money. Yeah. You, you break it among everybody. I think that's fair. I listen. I do think ultimately they're probably, it's probably something that they consider because again, anything that they can get their hands on more of the green, they're going to do. But I just, it feels like a step backwards. Like part of the beauty of the Super Bowl is that it transcends almost every uh, race, culture, background, whatever people tune in for that game, no matter what. So I just wonder if it's a step backwards for them to, then be like, oh, we're going to charge for this one game. Like, it's the one calling card they have of knowing that even though people don't love football necessarily, they're still going to watch that one game. Yeah. No, I, I again, I don't know if they can do this. I think um, Pro Football Talk tweeted that it would violate some antitrust law. Yeah, you were talking about that before the show. I didn't I didn't see that. Yeah, but you put something out there. But e- either way, I, I don't know. But I'd pay for it. Oh, of course. I mean, I think anybody... I, I, I pay for stupid UFC fights I don't know nothing about. <laughs> something to well, watch something late to at watch, night yeah. Yeah. you like, probably oh, have much more disposable income than I do Dustin I, but yeah I, I don't know I think it's all disposed <laughs> no I uh, I well, think anybody I think most of us would pay for it maybe not I don't know would you pay for it Spano no no uh, it, I would go over to someone's house though uh, it, but it, it was like when we were younger when we would pay for like the, the WWE pay-per-views and all that yeah. so like it, it's for me this is old hat would so you pay for when you go to those parties like, when, when I did, go when to you those did parties. go to those parties, yeah. was it the kind of thing where like you go to somebody's house and then like you chip in? Oh yeah. So you would do that oh, again yeah. for a Super Bowl party? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was the other thing I think. That Ken, or you bring food or whatever. Is, yeah. Yeah, that was. I know that was another thing Ken and Lima got into because Ken said he felt awkward trying to like chase down people for money. Like he just wouldn't ask people to pay. Well, if you're gonna show up, you better be the nice guy and show up with the money in hand because that's what you do. Either that, or you better like uh-huh. provide some something. You got to show up with the Taco Bell. Some, that's what you got to do. Yeah, show up with a bag of box tacos. Of tacos. Yeah, we're, $124 we're worth. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's the solution. Yeah. No, I, listen, I think it's an interesting conversation. And I do think at some point the NFL probably does consider it. Again, anything they can get their hands on to make money, they will. But, um, yeah, it, it almost does feel like a step backwards for them in this world where they're trying to find ways to grow rather than lose their audience in a way. We bring in the Guardians Hitting coach Chris Valeka. Chris, thanks for joining us this afternoon, man. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, first and foremost, I I'm curious because with all these rule changes that are coming into effect this year, with no shifts, the the bigger bases, um, you guys were sort of the kings of. I know we kind of refer to it as small ball last year, where. You're very focused on like getting guys on, getting them over, and getting them in, rather than I think the modern day version of baseball where it was just teams just try to slug their way to to winning. And I'm curious. I've been wondering this as we get closer and closer to the season and spring training starting. How does how will those rules impact not only the way that you guys do things or continue to do things, but also just baseball as a whole? Like, do you think more teams? will almost try to adopt that same mentality that you guys had last season. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't think it's going to affect us too much, just, you know, knowing our guys and the way we went about our business last year using the whole field. So, you know, I think the shift rules, you know, I don't think it's a big, big change for us. I think it opened, you know, Jose some more through, Naylor, um, 
mean, I think it, it, it adds some, some offense as far as that goes. Um, you know, the way we run the bases, I thought our guys did a great job, you know, stretching singles into doubles, stealing bases, continuing to put pressure on teams. So I think, you know, giving us a couple of inches on those bases is only going to help us. Um, you know, I think the pitch clock, that's going to be something that the, the whole league is going to have to get used to. And, you know, I think everybody's going to take, take their lumps a little bit just as they get, they get used to, you know, the faster pace of play. But, you know, with how young our team has been, you know, 95% of our guys have played with a pitch clock already. So, you know, not really too worried about it going into spring. You know, I think we'll fe- we'll start feeling it out as games start here. Um, you know, industry-wide, though, to your point, I, I think, you know, I think you're going to see a lot more offense. I think there's going to be more hits to be had. There, there's, it's going to be a faster-paced, you know, style of baseball. And, you know, if that's following the way we've been playing, then great. But, you know, I think we're not going to change, you know, who we are as, a, as an offensive unit. Chris, it's easy for us sitting behind a microphone doing a sports talk show every day to, you know, give our opinions on some of these big rule changes in baseball. And there's obviously your baseball purists who who hate it. And then there's others who are open to the game sort of evolving and changing in this way and trying to get scoring up and make it more exciting and trying out different things. I, what is the consensus, I guess, within the team, both from the coaches on down of some of these things and, and what it means to the game, but also what it means to individually how they do their jobs? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's anything, you know, the the rules change. It's it's what, what we're dealt and you know, we have to continue to evolve, you know, as as the rules come down to us. So, you know, like it or not, the the rules are the rules. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna play by them and, and try to be, you know, as efficient possible as possible and, you know, try to find ways that, you know, maybe we can help exploit some of that stuff or, you know, our brand of baseball fits into you know, the model that MLB is, you know, trying to, trying to build with this stuff, um, you know, really don't have an opinion as far it is, <laughs> as it goes, you know, with, Fair enough. with the new, with the new rules, you know, like you said, kind of baseball purist, I think, you know, the more contact you make, the more strikes pitchers throw, I think, you know, that speeds up the game itself, but, you know, I think we've swung so far, you know, to the three ultimate outcomes that this is, this is a way to, you know, try to get us back on track. Chris, I'm I'm a football guy, so (laughs) I don't know enough about baseball to even begin to even talk with you about what you do, but I'm just curious as a hitting coach, what, what do you do and and how do you get these guys (laughs) better throughout the, 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 you know, spring training and obviously during the regular season? Yeah. I mean, first thing is, build relationships. I think that's, that's important, you know, across the board. Um, you know, we, we have, you know, quite a bit of guys coming back. So, you know, YouTube definitely helps with, you know, the, the relationships and the trust, you know, season, but, you know, adding Josh on Zanino, um, you know, it's, it's getting to know them first, you know, it's, it's, it's building relationships. It's, it's earning trust. And then, you know, I'm not big on blanket coaching. So, you know, for me, it's, you know, trying to individualize as much as possible. You know, there's definitely times where you have to go mechanical, and then there's times where, you know, it's how can we out-advance other teams with scouting reports and, you know, our attack plans and how we're going to approach the game. So, you know, every day is a different day for us. As a, as a hitting coach, you never have an, a day off. There's, there's always somebody that, you know, if we win by 10 runs, somebody still goes 0 for 4, 0 for 5. So, you know, there's no easy days, but, you know, it's what we signed up for. Chris, so 
you let's say you've got a big time hitter that you're coaching and he's in a slump. You know, mm-hmm. he's like 0 for 20 or something, or maybe more. I don't know. How do you get him out? <laughs> That's a big question. They wouldn't go into slumps <laughs> if I had the answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. Good answer. <laughs> I just wonder how yeah. you deal with that, though. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, you know, our, our game's so built around failure that, you know, you, you try to keep them positive, you keep reminding them, um, you know, of the good things that they've done, the good things that they do do well. Um, you know, our, our group, you know, it's been it's been nice, us playing a different brand of baseball, and we talk about, like, the power of the high five. So, you know, you might not get in yours, you know, you're, you're, you're scuffling, but there's definitely ways that you can help us win if it's, you know, taking a seven, eight pitch at bat and you still strike out, you know, you wore the pitcher out, you know, you, you hit a ground ball, but you got a guy over to third, you got a guy in. So, you know, just trying to focus more on the process and, you know, removing the results. These guys are big leaguers. They're, they're the best of the best. So, you know, you just keep them on track and in time, those guys turn the corner and they get back to, to doing what they do. Talking with Guardian hitting coach Chris Vileka on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Uh, Chris, obviously the big acquisition this offseason, very widely celebrated by the fan base of Josh Bell. How much have you had a chance to kind of interface with him, get to know him? You talk about building relationships. I'm sure there was some of that going on this offseason. And how excited are you to try to implement him as a weapon in this lineup? Oh, he's been great. You know, the, this winter after we signed him, we we had quite a few conversations, just trying to get to know each other, not really talking talking baseball, just you know trying to you know feel each other out and you know build that that trust. Um, since he's been out, he's been out here early. He's been here all week with us, so it's been nice to see him. You know, in the cage hitting BP. We've had live abs, and you know, I'm excited for you guys to see what this guy can do. You know, he's got light tower power. He he's the ultimate pro. He, he's such a great teammate. So. You know, I'm really, really looking forward to, you know, putting him in this lineup and, you know, seeing how he can help us win games. You know, I got to ask, you obviously missed game three of the the series there against the Yankees in the playoffs last year because of a very important day. It was your wedding day. But what was that like emotionally? I mean, to go through a wedding is already emotional enough. You got to deal with all that on on a busy weekend. But then on top of it, you know, your team's playing. Like, did you guys have the game on the whole time? What was that viewing experience like for you? Yeah, definitely not the way we drew it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, with with COVID and coming over from a different organization, you know, our our wedding got pushed back and the schedule of all that. So it was it was something that wasn't necessarily supposed to be in that time. But you know, it, it was tough on me. Feel like you're letting down one by leaving the guys, but honoring another that you know, you got to take care of as well. Um, but yes, definitely, you know, once we got through all the important stuff, I was kind of sequestered with, with my buddies watching the game, watching Oscar walk us off. So it was, uh, you know, as happy as I was with the wedding, I was happy, you know, to get on a plane at five in the morning, get back for the next game. Yeah, that had to be pretty exciting to have all that happening all at the same time. Uh, again, talking with Chris Vileka, Guardian sitting coach on the North Olmsted Chrysler Chief Dodge Ram hotline. Do you guys keep an eye on, obviously, there's some players around the league really not reporting just yet to, to, to spring training because of the World Baseball Classic. How much are you guys watching it and keeping an eye on your guys, but also just the uh, the tournament as a whole? And also, is anybody going to beat the Dominican Republic? Because that team is loaded. <laughs> Bullpen's nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll 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 watch it. I'm sure. You know, all baseball fans, we're going to have it on. We're going to be watching our guys, rooting for them. Um, you know, I think a lot of the legwork is already done with those guys. They've been out here early, you know, so we can get our eyes on them, see where they're at. You know, we've talked to the staffs, 
um, for the, the representing countries, you know, just about our guys, giving them some background. And, you know, hopefully these guys play a long time. I think, you know, such an honor for, for them to represent their countries. But, you know, selfishly, we want to get them back and get them into our, our, our groove and, you know, start building our, our, our team chemistry going into the season. Chris, you talked about um, just working with the guys and, you know, each and every day and, you know, trying to manage the ebbs and flows of a season. What is that like, particularly with this group? Because you mentioned it, like you guys are a young roster, sort of surprised some people last year winning the division and making a little bit of a playoff run. So what is it like to, I guess, coach a group of guys that is this young, that's kind of learning as they go and developing as they go versus, say, a group that's more veteran-laden and has kind of been there before? Yeah, you know, everything has its set of challenges. You know, with with, with us being youthful, I think, you know, last year was great. Like The guys, they, get, they played with their hair on fire. We saw that youthful energy, you know, for, for 162. So I think the biggest thing for us, you know, going into the next, the next season or this season is, you know, just managing the expectations, you know, trying to remove the pressure. You know, we talked earlier about, you know, focusing on the process of things. You know, guys don't need to repeat the, you know, rookie of the year caliber seasons. You don't have to repeat a uh, gold glove, uh, silver slugger, all-star. You know, you just have to be a good version of yourself, help us win. So trying to remove, you know, some of the, the personal pressures that come with that and, you know, help us continue to play team baseball. I'll let you go on this one, Chris. Uh, we know just what a tremendous player Jose Ramirez is. Uh, fan favorite for obvious reasons. Took sort of the, the hometown discount to remain with you guys this past season and looks like he'll obviously be here for the remainder of his career, which is great news. But I would imagine as one of the senior veterans on this team that he also is makes your job a little bit easier as well. How much does he kind of work with the young guys and give some of his knowledge and pass that on down? He's he's great. You know, if if you know one of the best players, if not the best player in baseball, goes about his business the way Jose does, you see him. You know, just the little things that he does. It you know him taking his at bats, him hitting the home runs, driving the runs in. You know, is great. But you know, he he busts it down the line every time. He you know he stretches singles into doubles. You know, if if he can do it every night, it, mm. it makes it a lot easier for us to patrol that with you know with our young guys. That if Jose is running hard, you can run hard too. So. You know, he's not the most vocal leader. He can be, but, you know, he, he leads by, by example and the, the way he goes about his business. Chris Valeka, Guardians hitting coach. He will be in a dugout near you soon enough <laughs> when baseball season gets rolling. So, hey, Chris, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much. Enjoy the weather out there in Arizona because when you guys get back for opening day, you can bet it's going to be, be uh, Yeah, it's you not going to be warm. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it, guys. Hopefully we get some of that Cleveland weather here right now. It's freezing. Yeah, oh, is it? Yeah, I mean, well, 65 it was, yesterday. It was warm yesterday, 65, <laughs> and now it's going to be snowing tomorrow. So, yeah, you know, it's yeah, Ohio. We're, we're, we're in the 40s yesterday. Uh, so. Ooh. Yeah, that's not fair. That's yeah. We'll take <laughs> we, 65 we on opening day. Yeah, sure. that'd be great. Yeah. So. All right, we'll Chris. All right, man. Hey, thanks a lot. Yeah, appreciate you, All man. All right, guys. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.